listening to Evolve with Nicolette, a bad bitch healing. live i hope people are still here because people are like where are you at girlfriend um we were having technical difficulties and when i say we i say me myself and i and we still kind of are nope we're good now oh what is popping y'all we are live everywhere now finally um Welcome. We're back at the TGN Latinx studio, y'all, the Good News Radio Network, and we are finally live. Thank you guys for being patient. Um, I'm trying to get the chat back up, but here it is. Here you guys are. Oh, what is popping, y'all? I have had a morning, but this is great, and it kind of gets me excited because there will be a time where all of these issues will be over. A <laughs> uh, big shout out to Keith to coming back because at first we we're like, I think we're good. And then he came right back. Um, and I am very, very appreciative. What is popping y'all on this glorious Tuesday? Um, grand rising. Thank you so much, Keith. Thank you. Thank you. Um, man, I saw a bunch of people in the chat waiting for me and saying, what's up? Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Um, man. It has been a morning. This was the first time that I came pretty late. And starting at 11, yikes. Um, it is okay. We are here. We're going to get it good. Um, everything happens for a reason, baby. Um, listen, I wanted to start this podcast um, off with a big disclaimer. I'm going to be talking about someone who... Um, is viral famous, I must say, but she's been doing the work and I wanted to talk about, um, Jenny 69. But before we get into that, first and foremost, I want to shout out the Dodgers tonight because we are going to get that win. <laughs> I already have La Virgencita already lit up. Um, <laughs> The candle, uh, I already had the virgin candle already lit, guys, because we need all the help we can get. Prayers are accepted for the Dodgers tonight. Um, and we are, we're going to get it. We're going to get it, the job done with the Giants. Um, if you're listening to me live, join me in the chat room. Hit the three lines on the top left corner. Hit chat room and add to my convo today because it is going to get a little bit spicy or at least I think so uh, because a lot of people don't like her uh, but I know that some people may have um, a bit to say about this topic and I'm open and all ears for it um, I am also live on TGN Latinx YouTube channel and the Evolve with Nicolette channel so hello to people who are watching me right now I am so happy that I'm on live and back 
together, I felt the need to break down this latest viral sensation, um, La Jenny 69. So if you've been living under a rock, she recently went viral all over social media by coming out with a song called La 69. And I'm usually not an entertainment, you know, I'm not an entertainment blog, but this has a lot to do with my whole vibe um, because I'm all about collaboration over competition and women empowerment. And with her latest song, with her latest, this is the only song she's released so far. And she even knows that she's not a singer, but I don't think her vocals were that bad. But she's an, a beauty influencer and she's been in the game for a hot minute. I think if my research did me right, I the most of her videos went back to 2016. And I think a little bit before that, she was like fresh out of high school when she started to get famous on YouTube and create a following. So before um, her latest viral um, sensation, um, she was already going viral off of her content on YouTube. And she's amassed a pretty big following of 1 million followers and more. And I think she's also had a million on Instagram and on social media. She also has a TikTok. So she's been doing the damn thing for a hot minute. And I'm not mad at her for it, but a lot of people dislike her. Um, and I do want to like, you know, I do understand like where people are coming from when it, you know, when we talk about, you know, having to be representative of a whole culture. She is Mexican-American. Um, she was born here. She's from the Inland Empire, specifically Riverside. And um, she's been portraying, right, this lifestyle, right? Her family's from El Rancho, and she wears Tejana. She wears Alvestruz and all the things, the cadenas, all the things. Uh, or the, I probably am saying it right, cadenas, your hips, I think. <laughs> Listen, and she also talked on her latest, um, her first ever interview with Pepe Garza, who is a radio legend here, um, not just in LA, but all of, right, Mexico, the United States, like for um, just Mexican culture, period. Um, he is a legend, and she was able to sit down with him and broke down a lot of things, and I was listening to her again on the way here from from home on the longest drive ever this morning. But she said a couple of things that was super, super, super insightful. And it was more about her going after just all the dreams that she's had since she was a little girl. And if you go back to um, a lot of her content, she started as a beauty influencer having, yes, I did say it right. Thank you, goddess. <laughs> I was going to say collares, but you know, your girl is really trying to uh, lean into speaking Spanish. So thank you so much. I'm so glad uh, that I said that right. Um, she even talked about on her interview with Pepe Garza that, you know, people classify her as a no sabo kid because she will speak Spanglish, right? And even throughout, throughout her interview, she'll say things in English like, oh, how do you say this? And then Pepe would help her, you know, like, how do you say thick skin? And he was able to, you know, and with no judgment at all. And I love that conversation even went there because uh, people like me, right? I'm Mexican American. My mom immigrated from Mexico when she was young and, um, 
not only that, I'm also mixed. So it's not like I grew up in a strictly Spanish home where I was able to even practice Spanish. Um, I was also, you know, there was two, actually three languages in my house. So, you know, I don't like the term uh, Yosavo because it's really taking, you know, really, what's the word I'm trying to say? Making fun of people like me that we actually want to speak Spanish or like I understand it, but it gives me, you know, I'm, there's a lot of shame surrounded me speaking Spanish. I got made fun of really bad when I was younger and it's not encouraging. It doesn't make me want to speak Spanish. I just know that it's with fear, lots and lots of fear that when I speak Spanish, I know I'm going to get judged because either I'm saying it wrong or I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it properly or enunciating it right. And he even talked about that, that the no sabo classification is pretty unfair because um, that's the whole reason why, you know, kids like me, kids, bitch, I'm 34, we're still a kid. But like people like me don't feel encouraged to speak Spanish. And she talked about it. And I think that was super dope because it sheds light. And I felt really seen when they were talking about that. So I really love what's going on with her but i'm probably one of the few because her video has 6.1 million views and counting and it's only been a week of the release of that video and um she's hit number one trending on youtube within hours of the debut and has been in the top 10 ever since last week when she um, actually released the teaser only. But instantly when I saw the teaser, I knew people were going to rip her apart. First of all, the song that she released is called La 69 and it's a corrido. Uh, it's a type of music, uh, regional Mexican type music. And um, it's very, very goes hand in hand with, you know, narco life, drug trafficking type songs. Um, and it's the persona that she plays into. And a lot of people don't like that. And I, you know, and that's the thing is that it's very, very popular within culture right now. I mean, you could see it. Um, one of the, you know, lar largest genres of like Latin X um things to watch on you know netflix is like narcos and el chapo and all these things and unfortunately that type of lifestyle is glorified and talked about and there's a lot of films on it you know and a lot of things so this song plays into that but when you actually listen to the lyrics because what a corrido is supposed to do is actually tell a story and she talks about her story and she talks about and it's very very short too it's i think it's two minutes and 45 seconds and um you know because i know of her background i i see exactly what you know I know, I know exactly like where this is going from, why she chose this song, you know, why, you know, she went in this direction. And it was really because, you know, one day she wanted to make a song. And she actually said on her interview with Pepe Garza that it took a year to make this song and to put this all together. And I admire that shit because it's not like she's new to this. She really is true to this, y'all. Like she started as a beauty influencer, doing makeup, uh, you know, doing a lot of vlogs. And um, you could just, you know, 
you see her journey and her growth. And I feel a lot of people um, really judge her because, you know, she has a lot, she's done a lot of plastic surgery. She's very open about it. Um, She's also a mother and she's, um, her son's autistic. So she gets a lot of backlash when she posts about her, even her son, um, you know, calling her a bad mom and all types of things. So she really is like living that, you know, viral influencer, YouTuber life. And for me, her doing this song was something that was like super badass to me. Um, ooh, I'm seeing two of me now, but I know that Keats in the studio was popping. <laughs> um, I'm, and, and one of the things, and the reason why I'm bringing this up and the reason why I'm talking about it today is because um, this really plays into, you know, not necessarily my upbringing, but like Latinx culture in general, where we are negative first before we are supportive. And that's a problem that really needs to be addressed. Um, for me, I... Um, as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know, hey, she's not a singer, but she actually can carry that tune. And uh, people were instantly ripping apart, like, you know, the tone, the way how she was singing. But if you don't know what Corrido sound like, she did the motherfucking thing. And it's also rare to have a female singing a Corrido. And if anything, Jenny Rivera was always and will always be the best one to do it. But she even she even says, I am not a singer. But having a song out was my dream. So she goes with the long list of real housewives that have a fucking single out and all the things and being able to try it once and doing the damn thing. The video was on point. I totally recommend checking it out and to look at it from a different perspective because the type of backlash that she's receiving is, I think, a little bit unfair and to me super gross because... The even the type of energy that you know the negativity exerts, it really makes no sense to me why people there's a lot of creators out there who are strictly only have blogs to criticize and trash reality stars or celebrities or whatever. And there's a lot of crap out there about her, you know, being a bad mom, you know, about her smoking weed and all types of stuff. And I think it's fucking funny because people really think they're doing something when they put out negativity like that. And I truly, uh, you know, don't see the purpose of that type of energy, but that's what makes the world go around is haters. Right. And it is not your, (laughs) it is not, uh, it, you know, her living her best life and singing this song doesn't affect you in any way. So all the people, you know, commenting and watching her video, you guys are actually adding to her fucking bag. And that's what brings me to the Jenny 69 of, uh, effect, you know, that I'm calling it is because she really has honed in on turning her haters into getting paid because she knew she knew with already how controversial she is um, or how much she gets hated on she knew that this was going to translate 
very, very well, even with people who criticized her that she's not a great singer, the video is trash, the song's trash. You know, shout out to Goddess Lode who's in here. Uh, she basically, um, you know, we talked about this yesterday. She says in the song, from a pobrecita to a bad bitch. Like, I thought that shit was so fire. Like, I dig it. I dig it. But then I'm also someone who does listen to Banda. I'm, I am someone who's really been um, honing in on my Mexican roots, okay? Um, and it's been a while, and I've been, you know, listening to this music. It is on a download, though, because my jefita hates it. My mom hates corridos. My mom hates Banda music. She'll like it at parties or at a quince. Or something, but you know, it wasn't something that she would listen to. And actually, uh, my older brother was someone who exposed me to it first. Um, uh, I'll be getting into that t- later today, but it's something that I like it. I do like it, and I'm not gonna lie, you know, uh, I stand Chalino and all the Vanda music that is out right now, and the old, and all of it, you know, all of it. And so this is something that I actually dig. Is it the best song ever? Is it a Grammy award winning song? No, it's not. But when you listen to the lyrics and I was like, fuck it, that's right, man. Like I remember watching her go live not too long ago with her mom and she asked her mom something along the lines of, um, along the lines of like, oh, what do you want, mom? Or something about like something about what she wants, where she responded with, I want, um, I want a mansion or something like that, or a bigger house. And instantly Jenny like went into tears because, and she responded with, you know, that's exactly why I'm hustling so hard is to get you that house. And I'm getting choked up because it's like, I can relate to that. Like for someone who's a very, very, very mini micro influencer, it's somebody or, you know, that I'm perceived that way or my brand can is easily is basically that, you know, I promote, you know, um, I get sponsored, I'm promoting products or whatever it is. Like, you know, I, people ask me where I get stuff from. Like that's, that is an influencer. That is the gist of it. And I have a following. So, you know, I can totally see and I've seen the value of what this influencer industry is like. And it's multi-billion dollar and it's only going to get bigger. Like, I don't think people understand. Like, companies are not investing in commercials and stuff like they used to a lot of their advertising department is really honing in on influencers and not even the big big ones anymore they're really honing into the micro influencer market i could get super nerdy on y'all but there this is with a system like this is planned and Shout out to Jenny69 for fucking figuring it out because even with as much haters she has, she knows that people are watching and getting paid for it. She has, you know, her own businesses outside of this, a clothing brand. And first off, she started with lashes and her lashes are being sold in Walmart. And that was only recent. That was a couple of months ago when that launched. Bitch. That is fantastic. I want to be that. Maybe not lashes, maybe not that, but like that inspires the shit out of me. So 
And the reason why I'm having this conversation and why I'm so jacked and so pumped about it is because as I have been, you know, watching her videos and stuff, obviously the algorithm caters to what you spend your time watching. So I have been, um, you know, coming across TikToks where people are talking shit about her, talking shit about her being a bad mom and trashing the song. And there was one particular video of this girl that she has quite a large following on um, on TikTok where she sings. She's, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's a mariachi singer and she sings songs and sings covers and stuff like that and try to make it big, right? Basically doing what Jenny69 did very in the very, very beginning. But she had a video and mind you, if you go to her feed and I'm not going to at her. I completely forgot to like mention her, but I don't want to trash her. It's more like I just hate the way how she went about this. Um, but if you go to her feed, all of her videos are of her singing beautifully. She has a talent. She's a fucking singer. It is great. And hopefully she gets signed one day. But her only video that's non-singing is of her crying with the Jenny Last 69 playing in the background and her saying, I guess... Um, this is what people like and real talent like me will never be seen because of girls like this. What? (laughs) I was like, bitch, what? And then I went to the comments to see if anybody's, you know, making her reframe that. Okay. But no, everybody in the comments is like Jenny 69 is trash. You have real talent. Your time will come, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you are self-sabotaging by focusing a lot of your energy or putting even out a video like that that you think may not have that big of an impact, but we are vibrational beings, okay? We are vibrational beings and emit frequency. So when you're out here coming from a place of lack and take your creative juices to put it into a video of focusing on the lack, focusing on what you don't have, is crazy to me because you're actually working against calling into what you want, right? Because Jenny 69 success doesn't affect anybody but her, okay? And if anything helps everybody else after her who does this, opens that floodgates for that to happen for other girls. It does not, it does not hinder anyone else's success except for whoever internalizes that and it somehow magnifies your insecurities and all of a sudden like you know things are not happening for you because not of Jenny 69 but because you are in a negative mindset and are focusing on your limiting beliefs instead of thinking if she can do it I can do it also Like, it really is that simple. And that's exactly why I wanted to come here and talk about this today, because this is the problem, you know, and if people want to be performative and do Latinx history or heritage months and all the shit, listen, I don't like months like these because it should be, you know, Black History Month, 365 days a year okay it should be you know filipino um history month 365 days a year aapi um uh history month 365 i hate these months because we should be amplifying uh people of color's voices every fucking day of the year but 
because it is Latinx History Month. I get it. I understand why people do it and stuff, and it does give us a platform, but I'd rather be more intentional instead of being more performative. And for me, i rather focus on, you know, the positives of this because none of this affects me negatively, and that also goes on for everybody else. But when you are taking your energy to hit on the dislike button, because that's also what a lot of people brought up, is that her video has a lot more dislikes than it does likes. It doesn't translate any different to her bank account. <laughs> uh, like, you thought, you really thought you were doing something by hitting the thumbs down button. And this goes also in your personal life. Cause like I was saying in Latinx cultures, right? Since we're on Latinx heritage month in our cultures. And for me, I could only speak from, you know, my own family and stuff, but it's very similar. I am mixed, but being my Filipino family and my, you know, Mexican side, very, very similar culture is very, very similar. And I was not to say like brought up negatively, but it was more encouraged to talk negative about yourself than it was to praise yourself because we were taught, don't get a big head, you know, don't think too highly of yourself. You need to be humble. But then nobody said anything when you were talking shit about your body or people were able to make comments about your body or anything about you. Negative self-talk is praise more than positive self-talk. And that is something that we really need to flip the script on. And I want to be one of those voices that encourage and shows you the different perspective that instead of hating on Jenny 69, you should be getting encouraged that if she could fucking do it, you can do it too. And one of the quotes that I love best from Cardi B is, you know, don't be, um, <laughs> what was it? Don't be, uh, don't be a why her type of bitch. You know, instead be a, um, if she could do it, I could do it too type of bitch. Okay. Like Cardi B with the fucking gems. And when I look at Jenny 69 and Cardi B, the start is so similar. Jenny 69 just wasn't a stripper. And now look at Cardi B. Hardly anybody brings it up anymore. And she's turned, not just, I don't want to say turned her life around. Cause I'm not going to say that her life was on the wrong path being a stripper. We're not doing that. Right. I don't think that at all. Um, but the come up is very, very similar and I'm fucking here for it. And I'm going to ride our or die for these hoes all day long. And I say hoes respectively. <laughs> um, I'm super jacked right now because it is something that we need to be helping each other more than breaking each other down, regardless of what they look like, because people will shame, you know, artists like Cardi B and Jenny 69 because of what they're wearing, because their boobs are out, because they have a lot of plastic surgery. What does that affect you in any way? You, we, we need to also be normalizing this for not just our little girls, but also our little boys too. Like creating this culture to be more supportive than to be negative like it really irks the fuck out of me the way how we are as a society and I could only speak for you know the you know my background and the cultures that I'm in because it was a lot more easier you know we love chisme right we if you know people like talking shit about others right it's I'm guilty of it I know a lot of us are guilty of it but why and then when it comes to being able to praise people why is that conversation a lot more harder why is it a lot more harder for us to be happier happy for others you know 
Because for me, when I get when I see other people thriving, that shit gets me excited because it makes me feel like that energy is a lot more delicious than it is to be talking shit about other people. So when I saw videos upon videos of people talking shit about Jenny 69, I was just like, it's so dumb. It is so dumb because you guys are really moving your vibrations like you as an energetic being and putting your creative juices into making negative content. But listen, I'm not going to knock that hustle either because that's also probably what's making them money. So who am I to shame that too, right? For me, though, is that people will rather watch that type of content than to see someone actually winning like Jenny 69. So that's why my whole thing on the Jenny 69 effect is doing it no matter the fuck anybody else thinks like I love it. And she was talking about, you know, the type of cajones that she has, you know, like she really has big balls to release this song. And I can relate to that because, you know, Nico Fest to others might not have been a big deal, but that was such a big deal for me to call it after myself. Like the type of limiting beliefs and negative self-talk that was happening in my mind to stop me from calling it Nico Fest because it was like the audacity, you know, me worrying about what else other people had to say. But to actually honor myself by doing it, that's why it was a great event. And shout out to Goddess Lode who's in the building because she said, right there with you, money can't buy you class. Don't be tardy for the party. You know, referencing to some Real Housewife songs like, come on. We're all here at the end of the day to like go hard for our families. And if it's going to put fucking, you know, if it's something that you want to do and you're doing it from your highest and greatest good and it's not hurting anybody else in any type of way, do it, especially if you want to do it. Um, Baby, I can be ranting here all day long, but it is time to get into my commercial break. So here is a word from my sponsor. This episode is sponsored by LaRousse. LaRousse is created with their community in mind. We are for the most novice consumer to the most experienced artist. We want to continue creating brushes that will help our community amplify their individuality while embodying power, strength, and courage. Our product is designed in California. Luxury, handmade, cruelty-free, hypoallergenic, vegan brushes. Softness as soft as your favorite broken-in brush. Check out Miss Rennie, a 14-piece set. She is our highest-rated, best-selling brush set, featuring some of our most popular brushes. She is our most versatile set. Use her to create a simple, no-makeup look for a full beat. She is very travel-friendly. Her beautiful studded cup keeps your brushes clean while protecting your brushes' shape and integrity. Check out LaRousse at LaRousseBeauty.com and use my code EVOLVE20 for 20% off your purchase. Yes, that went off with the hitch. I hope everybody heard that. <laughs> Probably heard me drinking my water, too. Um, uh, I hope everybody was able to hear. I saw that Keith had to come on, so... Probably the YouTube was not doing me justice, but it is all good. Uh, shout out to Keith, man, because we were having a dope ass conversation also too um, before I went live. And, you know, people don't see 
the the behind the scenes all you see is the content that we put out and because it's beautifully made or whatever it is it looks easy where it really does take hours of learning and hours of prep and I don't think people get that part you know um I came across a you know twitter twitter um a tweet the other day of someone talking about, you know, people don't understand what it takes and the type of art that is free, you know, by listening to a podcast. Like the fact that we have thousands upon hundreds of thousands of podcasts at the edge of our fingertips for free is mind blowing because the amount of work that it takes to put into creating an episode, putting out content is so you know what I mean it is so um the the work is so enormous it's so big it's so much hard work that goes behind the scenes to produce an episode and you know most of these podcasts are free and you know I always say like get it while it's free baby because this might be on patreon soon something you know mama got mama got kids to feed and that's why I think it's funny when people criticize people like Jenny, um, you know, Jenny 69, because it's like, bro, she's a mom, you know, especially when you come, I don't know, it hits different, you know, when you're first generation, when you come from, you know, a family of immigrants, you know, when your parents or grandparents immigrated from here, that pressure on us is so major. (laughs) It is so major. Like, you know, if you can't relate, I that's, you know, there's privilege there. So you got to look into that, you know. But for me, my mom came from Mexico at the age of 12 and crossed illegally, you know what I'm saying? And my dad flew here, right, in his 20s, early 20s. And, and it was really coming here for a better life, you know. And there's a pressure because, you know, my family did a lot of work for me to behind, be behind this mic. I don't want to cry. So when I see people thriving like Jenny 69, that shit fires me up. So if you look at somebody and influencers like her and you automatically hate, you really need to see why that's triggering in your, you know, in your being, in your, in your person. Why does that affect you in such a way, you know, and that could be for anybody in your life, you know, Um, and that's something that I also had to, I deal with a lot of, you know, I have been healing from that's part of my healing journey too. Cause you know, Petty Nico was out there thriving for years <laughs> and now she gets, a, she's a little bit more controlled now. And I have her in a box somewhere. I thought I left her in Hawaii, but I didn't. Um, so I have to, you know, break down to myself once in a while, like, you know, why is this thing bothering me and really internalizing that and really seeing like, what, why is this arising such a feeling in me that, you know, I feel the need to talk shit or feel the need to, um, hate on it. And I think a lot of people need to have that internal discussion, you know, and it just so happens that, you know, Jenny 69 has figured it out and like, baby, I'm going to get this coin while it's here. (laughs) And it's not, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? It's not a motherfucking game and you don't have to have kids to want more for yourself, you know, or have to have immigrant parents like, baby, just go make something of yourself. And when you see girls like her, just be like, fuck, if she could do it too, so can I. You know, how can I get with 
you know, somebody like that? How can I, you know, do something similar to that or have, you know, and I'm not saying that's the thing too, right? So we, we put this very, very real unrealistic pressure on these influencers to be a fucking role model. Like who said, <laughs> you know, you need to be the one raising your kids or you, you can have like, you know, your good role models and then the other ones that you just root for, you know, um, but I always would think it was funny when people would tell me like, oh, like you want Cardi B to be a role model to your kids? Like, no, I'm a fucking role model for my kids. <laughs> not her. But what I'm not going to do is trash Cardi B, you know, in front of my sons. My sons know all the words to Bodak Yellow. <laughs> okay. Like it's, it's a come up. It's a story to see somebody who made it out the hood. Right. Or to see somebody who came out of, you know, um, any type of, you know, negative situation or whatever it is, like that is something that is a positive and to be able to, um, shed that light and share that with your kids and whatever, you know, you know how it is to fucking, um, you know, share things. So do the things that are most inspirational. And I think that's, I think it's dope to see other people winning and that i guess that's just me i'm on that um listen i'm not on that boat alone goddess says i'm riding with jenny 69 you know it's one of my favorite numbers <laughs> shout out to sexual frequency on wednesdays okay new time 9 p.m um and mysterious jacks she says you're killing it boo thank you um exactly get it while it's free per please please enjoy this while it's free um you know because i think it's funny um even me with my own journey right um i don't think you guys understand like i'm blowing up right now <laughs> i'm not blowing up later i'm not i'm blowing up as we speak and what's crazy is that you know i always say i i'm doing the work right now so it looks like an overnight success in the future and it's something on, you know, maybe it is because we come from, you know, where we come from is this drive to be successful because we got a lot of people who we need to help. You know, I got to buy my I got to retire my parents. I just drove by when I come here to the studio. I drive by my city. I drive um, and I pass through Carson. And right now there's a motherfucking smell um, in the air when you go to my city and it's sulfur and that shit's toxic for your motherfucking lungs. And my dad's a mailman, a letter carrier, proud of it too. I'm proud of him. I, I love my dad very much, but he's out there walking right now, smelling that all day long. And it makes me so upset. And that's why we're working hard right now. So my dad got, don't got to walk no more. <laughs> So I don't want to cry. That's not where I wanted to go. But like we got a lot of people to feed up in this bitch. And that's why your girl's going to start keep working hard. And I know a lot of people could relate to that. And I did not want to cry. But I'm so seeing people hate on Jenny 69 totally um, unleashed a lot of feelings I had bottled up inside. I had no idea, <laughs> but it's something that, you know, when you come from not necessarily nothing, cause my parents gave us everything, you know, as best as they could, but like, we want to do more. I want to pay them back. You know, <sighs> we are emotional. I'm not on my period. 
<laughs> it's probably the retrograde um goddess said shout out to goddess for being here with me and mysterious jacks um we need your boys on youtube singing bodak yellow oh i have those little snippets <laughs> them pumping in um in my husband's face um you know uh, you need to get my mom some bloody shoes you know like what are those the the so funny i i love that time they were so little when that song came out um uh, it is it is we we are out here and when you see people creating content when you see people out on social media when you see people you know doing the damn thing on whatever it is that they're doing even if they're going to law school or nursing school or whatever the fuck going to school to be a teacher whatever it is or to go get that vocational degree you know vocational thing so that they could learn so that they could thrive at something else baby be supportive you know what I mean? Be supportive of those around you. You know, when you see people being successful, don't, uh, you know, it's very normal to feel the jealousy, right? That's something that I had to, I had to learn and unlearn that, you know, to reframe jealousy into being excited because, um, when you're feeling like, oh, why her and not me? You really have to see that if she can do it, you can do it too, or whatever it is, or you see somebody thriving in the area that you want to be thriving in. That just means it's possible. And that's what I'm trying to get down to. And that's to me what the Jenny 69 effect is, is she dreamt it. (laughs) She did it under, you know, from that's what, that's what I see is, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get it done. And, you know, if you've been rocking with me since the very beginning, you remember what the audio quality was like when I used to record from my phone. (laughs) Like, and now I'm here in this beautiful studio. I'm telling you. It really, it really is a blessing. And it's something that, you know, is possible as long as you want it to be. Because when you think it's something hard, you're right. If you think it's something that's going to be easy, then you're right too. And if you think it's meant to be, you're right. You know, everything, your, our minds are so powerful and thoughts create things. And when you ask, believe, you shall receive. And I'm going to stick by that all day long. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Goddess. She says, yep, slinging dildos for my family. Girl, yes. First of all, those are beautiful beautiful crystal wands okay um it's okay to cry boo we're paying it back and that makes us feel uh it does makes us feel some sort of way um and you know not that and i also don't want to feel that way too because i don't want my kids to think that they have to pay me something back but it's really us you know out of love and seeing the struggle and you know what that was like um it's an emotional day for me to begin with, and I am going to end with this because I usually have a Tuesday download, and I basically downloaded throughout this whole uh, this whole uh, episode. Um, but today's a very special day. It is my brother's birthday. Um, rest in peace to him, my older brother. Um, if you've been a fan of the Evolve with Nicolette podcast, I have talked about him quite a few times, and I have a very special episode dedicated to him, and I released that, I think it was last year or the year before, um, and it says, my brother Omar, so if you want to listen to the whole backstory, uh, very big trigger warning, um, 
lots of things that could arise something. So just go with caution to listen to that episode. But it is it is heavy. But I'm bringing it up because I didn't want to, you know, you know, be a day where I'm talking, um, you know, reliving the whole experience uh, because I already did that. And what's funny is that I came to the realization earlier this year that ever since I did that episode, I haven't really talked about my brother and his, um, the way how he died. Cause, um, for a hot minute ever since that episode. Um, so I've come to the realization that I'm have probably, um, ascended and healed that part of me in my grief story and having to retell it to feel some sort of attachment to him, if that makes any sense. Um, because when you're grieving, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily get easier. You just learn how to move forward with it. Um, but part of my self healing journey is that I was living with it. Like if it was a big old boulder on my shoulders, I felt like I was like sadness from inside out walking around with that cloud on top of her head. That's what I felt like. Um, and he passed away when I was almost 10 years old and he was 18 and my brother was, um, murdered, basically assassinated. And it's something that I have really come in my grief journey that I don't have to retell his story in order to keep his memory alive. And when I mean retell his story, I mean like retell his death. Cause that's what I used to do. I used to, when people would bring up my brother, I would go into the whole spiel and just trauma dump on people. Uh, but that was the only way I knew how to cope. And, you know, since having my therapist, I've been working on, you know, coming to peace and to terms with it. And when I did that episode on my podcast um, last year dedicated to him, I realized that I haven't told it ever since then. And I really feel like I have like ascended in that healing part with him where I don't have to retell the story in order to honor him, but me living and being true to myself and honoring him by listening to his favorite songs and keeping his memory alive by talking to my sons about him. You know what I mean? Like that's how I honor him. I don't have to uh, retell his death anymore and I can just talk about who he was. And that's all that matters. And I didn't want to cry. We are in such a, such a mood right now. Um, but he would have been, oof, uh, somebody helped me do the math. He was born in 1979. Um, he's damn near well, I think 43, 42. Um, and it's been, he died in 1998. So it's been a hot minute. And I have now lived more without him than I lived, you know, with him in physical. And um, since he's transitioned, I I feel the most closest to him um, out of everyone who has passed away. So ah, <laughs> I don't want to cry um because i i'm over here trying to say that i'm healed bitch and i'm over here um just uh, pouring my heart out it was bound to happen 
I'm still here, y'all. <laughs> um, oh, shout out to Net because she said, let it out, boo. It's special to you. And of course, you're emotional. Like, uh, thank you for the affirmation. I came in here guns blazing. I was like, I'm going to hype up my bitch, Jenny69, and then hear him crying. <laughs> Uh, thank you she said uh crying doesn't mean you're not healed and that's the thing too is because i like to say that we're always healing but with his death i'm able to put down his death and actually just pick up his memory i don't have to um carry the way how he died the way how i used to because i you know lived you know i thought uh he'd passed away when i was almost 10 but i carried his death like the the time he died, that those days with me for so long. So that's when I when I say healed, that's what I mean is that I've healed that part, you know? And um because grief <sighs> Ooh, let me check my phone. Um Grief is something that never goes away. I swear to God, I'm okay. <laughs> it's just that I've opened the floodgates. We broke the seal, and that's why the tears keep on coming. And... And I'm in the studio, and I can feel him here. And it's super dope, you know. Because I know that dark cloud that people feel when people pass away, you know. Like that, you know, the grieving, the thick of it, you know. And I really encourage y'all to really give yourself permission to feel all of it. Because if you let yourself, the healing gets better. The grief story gets better. It doesn't have to remain so cloudy and so dark. Because it never really goes away. You just learn how to manage it a little better. And every time I come to the studio, I feel his presence a lot more than I do anybody else's. Because I know. <laughs> I know that he's rocking with me fully. And I'm so, so honored for that, you know. And shout out to Goddess Internet for really holding me down in the chat. <laughs> and Goddess says, you are healed. You are healed, Mama Sota, yes. And this is what it looks like. Yes you know totally this is what that looks like and net said um we're here for you boo safe space totally my podcast is a total safe space i am mocosa boogers and all and my voice is shot um and with all of that to say (laughs) i dedicate this episode to him you know, not only because it's his birthday, but because, you know, your girl's trying to hustle out here. 
And when I think back about, you know, maybe why my brother made the decisions that he did and although very irresponsible ones and landed him in the position that he was landed in, I could only imagine what he was doing it for. And, you know, you know, I asked my mom one time and I know she's probably going to be bawling her eyes out listening to this episode, but. You know, I know my mom's really mad at him, you know, even though like he's been passed, you know, I know that my mom hangs that, you know, that dark cloud is heavy on her. You know, it's her son. And I know that <laughs> I know that she would want to whoop his ass <laughs> for making decisions that he did back then. But, you know, especially around that time, you know, you just wanted to make money because that's the answer to a lot of our problems. And, you know, but I'm a testament to that, that you can do something positive and we're going to make it out, you know, like I'll retire my mom one day. I'll retire my mom, my dad, my husband, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's on me now. And I am here for it because like he said, I'm built for it. You know, we're built. People like us are built for it. And I... I'm glad and I'm so thankful that you guys made it through. I'm definitely going to edit <laughs> edit out this episode. Um, but I am so thankful for this space and to be documenting my journey and be able to look back on this and, um, and know where it all started. So when you see your girl blow up, don't be mad when I come out with the corrido, y'all. Okay, a pobrecita to a bad bitch. <laughs> um, I am full of jokes, man. Like we can cry, we can laugh, but we all um, we all in here, and we're just trying to get you know get us to a space where we are <laughs> we are you know where we are honoring our hopes and dreams for real. And I have very, very big ones and have um, made my vision something that I really want to accomplish and to attain and bet your ass that it is. So I appreciate y'all being in the chat. I appreciate you guys listening to me. Um, Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, do all the things. If you're watching me on YouTube, not only subscribe to TGN Latinx YouTube channel, also um, uh, subscribe to Evolve with Nicolette. It legit is super easy to show love for us, to content creators like us, by just hitting the like, subscribe button, putting notifications on, all of those things, uh, dropping me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Baby, doing all those things costs nothing to you, but means so much to me and really helps me keep the good stuff coming. Thank you for rocking with this very, very emotional episode. Um, you know, it just, it's in the air and, um, I'm super, super glad that I did this and, uh, it triggered something in me when I saw Jenny 69 do a fucking video y'all, because that means it makes it possible for the rest of us. 
that you can do something that you put your mind to and it could affect you know what i mean and go viral and with going viral and that translates you know to having more opportunities and having more sponsorships and opening the door to other opportunities like i don't think you guys understand that this really is something that you know whether it's a podcast, whether it's singing, whether it's YouTube, we really work hard on our craft. And all we want to do is, you know, get paid for doing what we love. So I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for rocking with me. And I will not edit the episode. Um, she's Annette said, no, don't edit the episode. It's real and it's hella honest. And that's super rare. I appreciate you. Shout out to the best friend being up in here. The bestie. Uh, Goddess Lode. I saw Mr. Jax. Everybody who was waiting for me. Apologies for the technical difficulties and late start. Hope you guys listen to the playback. Only here on the Good News Radio Network app, y'all. I appreciate every single one of you. I'm going to go visit my... My angel's at the Pantheon right now. I'm going to go say what's up to my brother and stuff like that. And my cousin, my angel, Ivania, my abuelita. Um, and and go, you know, go hang out at the cemetery for a little bit. Because every once in a while, that is, um, you know, a space for me. A safe space, for sure. I appreciate each and every one of you who listen. I will be here same time, same place. Thank you all for rocking with your girl. Bye, guys. Thank you.